I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to Dude Saying Stuff. It is playoff time. We are talking about round one. We're looking back at the shitstorm that was week 14. Um, but uh, first, we of course, we have to go with Jordan's Corner. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, thank you, Mike. So... Um, Week 14 is done. Uh, college football season is uh, done. Very unfortunate, very sad because for that, but we did it. We won the Heisman for JD. I want to thank everybody for voting and getting on Twitter out there and Facebook, getting on social media. We got JD the Heisman. Um, so the season wasn't a total loss. That's actually pretty awesome. Two Heisman winners in four years, four seasons, yeah, I believe. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Or maybe five seasons, whatever. Still really, really good. Um, are we a Heisman school now? I don't know, but it feels feels nice. It's tough Heisman to say, saying that we have everyone's been a transfer quarterback, but still they won with us. So in their second year, they didn't come in and win it in their first year. All right. That's what I'm saying. Like Okay. LSU's no, no, developing these players. Yep. So it's awesome. All right. You ready? Are you it, ready? It is Mish's corner. I'm ready. That's right. <laughs> Last time I gave some sweetness, it's back to the saltiness. Yes, let's go. So, um, Jordan, you're not going to like this one. Because um, this is about you, Jordan. Yes, let's go. Jordan, <laughs> we have heard throughout this fucking year how much you've been so unlucky about how everyone is going off against you. How you don't deserve to have this many losses. You... you you, everyone who has the greatest game against you. Well, I'm backing shit up with data. That's right. I looked shit up. So I looked back at your losses, and I wanted to see what your score was ranked against everyone else. So when someone says uh, they went off, let's get let's go and look how you did those weeks. Uh, first off, we'll just say you were the fourth highest points point against. Well, guess what? I'm the most. You don't see me <laughs> bitching about it. Week five against me. You were the fifth highest scorer of the week. So barely uh, top half. Week seven, Eli, seventh ranked near the bottom. Week nine, Evan, you were the second lowest ranked <laughs> scoring. Week 11, smack dab in the middle. Half the team would have kicked your ass. Half, half the league would have kicked your ass. Week 12. Sixth again, half the league would have kicked your ass. Week 13, ninth. Week 14, eighth. Shut up. No, I will not. Yes. I will not. You have Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That is it. And Keenan. Keenan's been solid. And Keenan. And you auto-drafted Keenan. I really wish you wouldn't have because you may have would have uh, picked someone else. Yeah. And then I'd we wouldn't have had this conversation. Um, well, you know what? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you are here because you have Christian McCaffrey. Stop bitching. <laughs> okay? Yes, some people have better luck, like Overman. He has no room to be in the playoffs, but he is. <laughs> he is. And life Overman, isn't fair. Overman was for real for a while there. For a while. <laughs> for a while. Do you know where you know where he's at now in points four? It's Third awful. lowest. It's rough. It's Third rough. lowest. Points against, he is 
He has the least points against. So he's been very lucky. You haven't. Oh, actually, uh, you have. You you just haven't performed in your losses. Get over it. Stop it. <laughs> All right. I will not. Hey, but thank you, Mike. Hey, Jordan's corner. I don't talk that much. Commission's corner. You keep your mouth shut. <laughs> My time. All right. Week fourteen. Here's the reviews. Thank you, Commish. Jordan, uh, I'm not going to stop. Jordan, kick off week 14 reviews. All right, let's see here. All right, Evan, I get Evan versus Dez in a game that pretty much meant absolutely nothing because um, we all knew Jail was going to lose. Uh, Erich takes down Desiree. Evan Ingram proves to be the more useful Evan for the day, helping the lesser Evan improve to 9 of 5 and a first round bye. About how exciting that game was. <laughs> no other details. <laughs> Dom, what about you? All right, this next matchup, Nashville D Rudders uh, finishes the regular season with a W, coming out in big fashion, putting up 147 against Mikey B's Salt Mine. Um, led by Lamar Jackson, 38 points. Cooper Cup having a good game, 22 and a half. Um, and his kicker, Brandon Aubrey, the good looking man <laughs> out of Dallas. Kicker won now on the season. Has he missed a field goal yet this year? I don't think he has. I don't think he has. No, he has uh, not. He's missed three extra points. I remember them repeating that a lot. Yeah. They the, the jinx. Big, big performances here. Saquon also had a good week for him. Mikey B takes the L going into the playoffs, though, um, finishing fifth on the regular season. Um, Justin Fields uh, looking good after the bye. I don't know if he's looking good, but – Got his team the W and good for fantasy. Uh, and, of course, his uh, teammate, DJ Moore, great combo there. Mikey B's going to be leaning on them uh, this week. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, CeeDee Lamb has a good week. The rest of his team kind of let him down, though, and he falls in the final regular season battle against the D-Rutters. All right. Commissioner's corner uh, uh, appendage right here. By the way, I missed this stat. So, Jordan <sighs> – uh, <laughs> By the way, highest score, you were once, and you were tied at that point. In fact, um, I believe Dom and myself have the most highest scores against us with three apiece. <laughs> so shut up. All right. I resume. <laughs> Kurt and Sam, uh, this matchup came down to the wire with KB squeezing one out by 3.38 points to get him a buy in the consolation bracket. Yes, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, KB has Debo on a heater with 31.5 points. ETN did not get vultured by T-Law because he was in mobile, which helped him get 15.2 points. And Rasheed Rice solidifying that he is the wide receiver one in Kansas City with 14.7 points. Sam came up short despite strong performances from Josh Allen, 22.52. Derrick Henry, who had a pair of touchdowns. Uh, 17.6 and Zay Flowers with a late game heroics with 17 points. Sam lost this one, but in my opinion, still won thanks to the loss placing her in the sixth seed, facing who someone I just previously mentioned, which we'll get into the previews. But yes, I think she ultimately won with this loss. Jordan, it's a good spin on it, uh, Mike, and I'm gonna talk about the per- about why Sam just won. So, um, no offense, Dom, but in the dump game of the week, (laughs) 
the, low, <laughs> the two low scoring guys. Hey, uh, <laughs> I did what I had to do. I just didn't do enough. That's all right. It's all right. So uh, you hand J.O. yet another loss. I think that is his fifth in a row um, yeah. behind the riveting performances of Minshew Mania, which I thought was actually a pretty good pickup off waiver for a quarterback. And Kyron Williams, um, both of them had – well, one had 16. Gar- Gardner Minshew had 16 points, and Kyron had 14 points. And uh, But this is this loss is more on J.O. Um, J.O.'s team lives in the playoffs, dropped 8-6 and six on the year, uh, he gets Sam in the in the first round matchup, which is why Mike alluded to it. Why she kind of actually won for the week. I know Mike wanted that matchup um, <laughs> so badly. <laughs> so bad. uh, Jo, what are you doing? Leaving Zeke on the bench would have won you the game. Um, playing Josh did, Dobbs. I mean, playing Josh Dobbs <laughs> over Mayo Man, who you spent what fifty dollars on forty one dollars money, but or he uh, could have went to the waiver wire. Tommy DeVito uh, would have won this game for you. Oh my! Literally, I mean, even like a better kicker, <clears throat> Jo. Oh my goodness, that would have been great if you put in a kicker and Tom lost because of that. Anyway, <laughs> um, Jo, shame on you, shame on you. You should just keep Stafford on the bench just to piss off me and Mike. Honestly, and, uh, at this it. point, he is. Yeah, I bet you he does because he's not going to listen to the pod. He's too busy adulting. Yeah, and losing fantasy matchups. Mm-hmm. Dom, next one. Uh, Pastor Sherbert falls to his buddy Fuckholes in this matchup here, and it's big part due to Pastor Sherbert losing his namesake Justin Herbert, uh, breaking his finger, and coming out of the game early, only putting up one point eight fantasy points. Um, that pretty much sealed it for him there. Uh, he had a couple good performances from uh, Rashad White and Drake London having big games, uh, but not enough to overcome the fuckholes, who was led by Dak. Austin Eckler having a good game for the first time in a while. Uh, Michael Pittman, solid performance, and Brees Hall putting up nearly 23 points. Uh, the fuckholes finished the season at 500, but will be in the consolation bracket with me. Uh, as well as Pastor Sherbert, they're – going to be in the consolation bracket finish at six and eight on the season and jordan you are correct ali does not make the playoffs mm, bold very bold <laughs> well the last one was jason versus jordan um this was a swing of emotions and won't lie i was rooting for one side <laughs> um obviously for my own personal reasons uh but jordan looked <laughs> like he had it in the bag uh with you know most of the A-chain kind of splitting and Tyreek getting out, Waddle getting more and more looks. He got two big t- two pick passes. And then suddenly, two Mostert touchdowns in the <laughs> late fourth quarter of Monday Night Football ended his dream of a Jordan over Jason season sweep. Uh, mediocre performances from both of your QBs made this all about the skill players. Yep. Jason was saved with the great performances from Joe Mixon with 20, Raheem Mostert 22.5, and George Kittle at 15.1. While Jordan, you fell short despite a good performance from CMC 16.8, Jameer Gibbs 15.7, and a career game from David Njoku 24.1 points. So let's look at the stars of the week. Jordan. All right. Thank you, Mike. I uh, just want to say, once again, 
I got screwed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So my star of the week here. Yeah, I actually have two, if that's okay. Um, on Monday night football, the Giants and the Titans both pick up huge upset wins with Tennessee, I think, being the most heavily or the least favored team of, of the week at 14. I think the spread was 14 points or 12 or 12 14 points. I don't remember. Um, but it looked it they proved that Miami is all about Tyree Kill. If Tyree Kill's out of the game, C, uh, CTU just goes full CTE. He, they, they cannot do anything uh, without Hill. And then the New York Giants, Tommy DeVito, put on a show, um, getting the last-second walk-off field goal win. An actual uh, very riveting, two riveting Monday night games because I was so pissed I had to watch the Giants again in prime time. <laughs> that was like, what, the sixth or seventh time this, this season? Ugh. Not nice. Yeah, but still awesome. Congrats, Titans and Giants fans. We know you're listening. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> mine is going to be uh, my Week 14 opponent, Zach Eli. I'm going <laughs> to give him props. He told me his goal was to beat all the dudes, and he did. He did only go, he did go one and one against me, and my win was more impressive. But uh, <laughs> good spin, Mike. I did good score spin. like 172 points on his ass. But uh, Eli, he did do it. He did what he went. He came to do. He may have not made a playoff. He may have been se- uh, the second eliminated. But you know what? He got a victory in his heart. He beat the dudes, and uh, I think that is worth any championship he he yeah. he would have gotten. He, I'm sure he loves that way more than winning some yes. money. Absolutely. Congrats, Eli, you shithead. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my star of the week is going to be Evan Ingram, uh, Mm -hmm. given his owner, Evan Richard, uh, the victory this week, in my opinion, because Tyreek Hill was injured and missed most of his game. Pickens puts up four points. Uh, Josh Jacobs injured only puts up six. But Evan Ingram comes through with a solid 27-point performance. Uh, He's now the tight end five on the season. Uh, Not doing... (laughs) A lot throughout the year. Uh, he's got four, or let's see, yeah, four total double-digit outputs. Uh, this one by far is best of the season, but it just tells you how weak the tight end position is. He's quote-unquote boomed seven times this year, and that's with only having four double-digit performances. Uh, just low expectations. He's outperforming it, and now Evan Ingram scoring touchdowns, which he doesn't usually do. So that was the star of the week. For Evan Richard locking up that two seed for the playoffs. All right. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Who's your bum, Jordan? <sighs> My bum is partly me for starting Jared Goff. This fucking guy. I mean, he's had eight turnovers in the last four games. Uh, just what are you doing out there? You're pissing away the the number one seed <laughs> just by playing like an idiot. <sighs> I'm so it's just can't believe I dropped Dak for him. Shame on me. So anyway, I pick him up and he starts stinking. Ugh. All right. Well, my bum of the week is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, 15.64 <laughs> points. But that's not the story. The story is your bitching ass after you get. <laughs> Every fucking call the last four years, including a bullshit holding call that won you the second Super Bowl uh, of your career, 
and you have the nerve to fucking talk about someone who was offsides, and they say, oh, we checked with the ref. He turned his head, didn't even... That, there's no way you could have checked with the ref. doesn't matter. Offsides is offsides. Get the He's fuck offsides. over it. I mean, man up. Man the fuck up. You're going to be in the playoffs. Shut your mouth. Patrick Mahomes... He apologized today, I think. I don't care. It, probably because everyone was like, you look like a little jackass. Like, yeah. You look like your brother. Yeah. Like, now we're like, oh, maybe, maybe this is where, you know, Jackson gets it from. Like, maybe Patrick was just hiding it better. Um, and let's face it, he has kind of been like, what you call it, handed a bunch of shit. He went to an Andy Reid system. The Chiefs were good. Like, he's kind of been handed shit to him all his, like, NFL career. And, uh, you know, maybe he's the ultimate system quarterback. Ooh. Maybe that's what it is. Ooh. I said it. Fuck him. You don't like, like it? Come my, down here. Come my, you're, you're spicy tonight. Did you eat, what'd you eat for dinner? I haven't eaten. Maybe that's why. You're angry. <laughs> oh, okay. Kermit, Kermit the frog voice motherfucker. Jeez. <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. Yeah, I think he lined up offsides four times that game. Uh, Tony did. But yeah. they called it the one big play, which is crazy. Anyway, my bum of the week. Uh, it's gonna be twofold. One for real life, one for fantasy. First one, the damn Minnesota and Las oh, Vegas game. God, <laughs> oh my god, three amazing to zero. That's oh, not, not as like it was like oh two good it teams was, and they're it battling was at the end of the game battle. too that they got the three yeah. points. Yeah, it's just crap <laughs> offense, Great injuries, pick. backups playing. It's 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 just terrible. Terrible for the for the shield. We need to protect the shield. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good old bum. And my fantasy bum is going to be J.O. Five losses going to the playoffs and losing to me this week when I had two goose eggs and Gabe Davis and stupid kicker. You score 80 points, dude. <sighs> I know, but still, that's that's saying something. I know. Exactly. He loves Zeke on the bench. Uh, yeah, you, you pay up, you get Zeke, and yeah, that probably could have won you the week. Uh, if you'd have played him over, absolutely would have won him the week. Yeah, <laughs> if you put him in your flex or yeah for forward. But good golly, man! Um, if you make it past round one of the playoffs, it'll, it'll be a total surprise. You're you're a reigning champ, but you you've been letting us down the past few weeks, Jo. Um, I'm sorry, man. You're my bum for this week. Yeah, well, like I said, third lowest points for, hot, lowest points against. He's been he earned it. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, we are going to go through the round one preview. Uh, a little bit shorter. Uh, we don't have to talk about four, uh, four teams. However, I want to bring up, you may see something different. Um, and I don't care. You can bitch about it. This is my... Um, this is my decision and my decision only. I, I, I'm not going to do a vote. <laughs> um, there is, the consolation bracket, seven and eight, will get a bye. It shows that Kurt and Chris face one another. This game means nothing. If y'all want to do a side bet, go for it. But Yes, do a side bet. Uh, yeah, but ultimately it does not matter with the consolation bracket. It does not allow me to do buys and consolation. But we're going to do buys um, because, I mean, I, I – 
you you were seven and eight. You almost made the playoffs. You get awarded for it, and it should be treated just like the championship bracket in terms of kind of how it's done. And that's that. If you don't like it, go yell into a pillow. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> Jeez, he's well, fired up. I mean, I yeah, I, I'm sick of bitching. I'm sick of the bitching. You can do something on the side, but Kurt, you get a buy. Chris, you get a buy. And I'm going to manually adjust the the matchups as they go. All right. Let's go. Uh, round one preview. First seed, Jason versus the bye. I have a feeling Jason's going to win this one, so we're not going to talk about it. Number two seed, <laughs> Evan versus the bye. Same same thing. Richard buys. They, I bet. Oh, they both, I bet they both disgusting. get victories. First matchup. <laughs> number three, Jo versus number six, Sam. J.O., what is there to fucking say about you? You're on a five-game losing streak. You you deserve you deserve what I, you deserve the J.O. Skidmark nickname. Um, you currently have Will Levis in your quarterback position. He had a he had a good performance last week uh, on Monday night. We're not gonna lie. I'm not gonna take it away. Even though it started with a pick six, it was a good performance. Obviously better than Josh Dobbs. Um, uh, you did spend some money for Matthew Stafford. It'll be interesting if you play him. Um, but right now you have Mayo Boy in there, who is questionable, but I'm sure that's because <laughs> they played on Monday. Um, and I'm not too worried about it. But it's a good matchup, 22nd second ranked. Uh, but yeah, Will Levis currently at quarterback. We'll see if that one stays. Next up, I we got to talk about the guy you left on the bench, Zeke Elliott. I think he ended up being the running back one <laughs> last week. Yeah, um, he he was I very think close. He had, what twenty seven points? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty three point five in in full point. It was twenty seven, but twenty three point five. He scored the most. That's including Mostert on Monday night. He had seven catches for seventy two yards and a touchdown. Sixty eight uh, yards on the ground. Not too impressive, but the receiving is. It's a, it's um, a big deal. It is a huge deal. You're facing Kansas City. Expect more of that, especially it's very, especially very good at PPR. This is honestly maybe your best player right now on your team. With Stefan Diggs not doing too well, which I'm about to talk about, uh, and AJ Browns is also good, but Zeke might be in the best spot because how crazy his usage is. And so next, I got to talk about the elephant in the room, <clears throat> Stefan Diggs. He has had. In the last four weeks, three out of four under five points. And now he faces the Dallas Cowboys. Now, it's a big game. Maybe he steps it up. But I wonder what the hell happened after quite a streak. Um, You know, you got to play him. There's no doubt about it. You have to play him. But, I mean... I would feel a little nervous. Not a great, um, not a great matchup, um, but it is Stefan Diggs. Dom, what do you see with Sam? Um, she's looking good on this side. Uh, Josh Allen, the QB one on the season so far, uh, going up against a tough matchup though in Dallas. Statistically, for fantasy, it says it's average matchup, but we know what Dallas defense can do, and Josh Allen can tends to like to throw a few uh, interceptions. So 
Uh, I think a lot of her team is going to be leaning on Allen and his production this week. Uh, Derrick Henry, who's the running back four, somehow this guy just keeps performing. Everyone keeps saying, oh, this is the year he's going to uh, bow out and he's going to get injured or not going to be able to produce like he's been producing. Well, here we are starting the postseason. Derrick Henry is the running back four. In the last three weeks, 20 points, 25 and a half points, 17 and a half points. Um, going up against uh, division rival Houston. Uh, the uh, ham sandwich is going to need a good performance here from her running back. Her other running back, Shuba Hubbard, uh, has been pretty good here the second half of the season, taking over uh, more uh, fantasy production than his uh, backfield mate, Miles Sanders, who they paid a lot of money for. Uh, last week, I believe Miles Sanders had the better game fantasy-wise. Will that sway back into Chuba's favor uh, to be determined? And then Devontae Smith been getting double-digit targets the last two weeks. Uh, week prior was much better than this last week uh, for fantasy. So she's going to hopefully get a better performance out of him and a favorable matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. And lastly, I'll talk about Sam Laporta. Um, he's breaking the mold for rookie tight ends, currently the tight end four on the season, uh, going up this week against the Denver Broncos, hoping uh, he can have a good week. They are ranked 31st, which is the second best matchup for the tight end position. And I'm sure he's going to look to have a good game. And just to note, so everyone knows, there are two Saturday games uh, this week. Oh, good call, Tom. FYI. Just a heads up for you guys playing your Saturday in the TV schedule, a couple of football games on Saturday, the Broncos and Lions, uh, as well as the Vikings and uh, Bengals. Well, honestly, so, the main culprit of that is Evan Richard, and he doesn't really – he doesn't have to care this week. So, yeah. But, Jordan, uh, what do you see happening between your wife and uh, Big J.O.? Uh, well, for me, once again, for it's going to be the QB position, more specifically for Sam. Uh, Josh Allen is the QB one. He is the reason why Sam's in the playoffs, has some has had some monster games um, throughout the season. I think he's eclipsed 40 points twice, uh, so that that is a huge deal. Uh, obviously, you have a big chance of winning when Josh Allen performs like that. He is turnover prone. Uh, Dallas's defense is stingy, but that dude um, – who has five pick sixes this season. Also, I believe has given up the most coverage for corners in the last couple of games yardage wise. Mm. So uh, look for that matchup with Stefan Diggs, which um, I think, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry. Mike touched on earlier. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Josh Allen in my key position, X factor. Um, my pick will be Sam already said it. Big game from Josh. And I think she needs a better defense. Interesting play there with the Rams going up against Washington. Uh, uh, Washington gets a lot of sacks. It could, it could be that. Yeah, but they also go, they also isn't Sam House a pretty good QB gives no, a, a lot of throws, yards. He throws a shitload of yards. That's about it. But yeah. he does he does take a lot of sacks. It, it's it's a it's kind of a floor. Play. Interesting play. It's a floor yeah. play. Like you're not he, they're not going to win you the week, but they're not going to lose you the week either. Um. I do want, before we go to the next matchup, just relay a little bit of a, a conversation I had with your wife. And it was, uh, I was talking about, you know, the, what I have already mentioned. You may have lost, but you still won, ultimately. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I told her the reasons why. 
And she goes, let's see. Uh, I mentioned how he's a completely different team. He's had so many injuries, hasn't managed his team at all. He has lost five straight with an average at like 80 points at best. She goes, I'm sure he'll have a stellar game when I play him. Always seems to happen that way. But I have to play Evan even if I do win, so I'll lose that one. And my response was, <laughs> you are almost as bad as your husband. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm like, it's just in that household. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. But dude, our, your disease is spreading to your wife. I dude, know. she loves it. You know what, Mike? You you planted it. You should listen to yourself after you lost to Desiree. It was like doom and gloom. And here okay, you are, I'm like, sorry. Desiree, that's a different story. All right? <laughs> that was rough, man. Salt, that... is, salt tastes like salt, regardless of how you get it. Oh, anyway. No, no, no. no. There's salt to your salts. You can look that up, and I'm pretty sure someone talked about how salty some salt is, and that was Jason. He brought it up. All right. He brought science into this. Anyway, she loves uh, she loves fantasy football. Oh, I know. And, and she says she quits every year. She, every year she says she's going to quit. Now she's in the playoffs. I mean, she made the playoffs. Oh, I think she's going to she's gonna make it to the semis. And I, I think, think she that, will be – I think so too. And, you know, and she'll still be like, I'm going to quit. It's too stressful. And then we'll <sighs> pull her back in every year. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, definitely dude the matchup, first, dude. Definitely dude the matchup first, of the week, of the week first, uh, with Jordan versus myself. Dude versus dude basically makes it to where only one dude has a chance to really win the championship. Or Well, one dude has, has an opportunity to get to the championship game. Uh, so it relies on this. This show ri- relies on this game. Who's going <laughs> to win it? Um, so, Jordan, I get to talk about your team and talk about how your team is so awesome. And one of them is fucking Christian McCaffrey. You're going to talk about my running back matchup. But guess what? You have a better running back matchup with a 31st ranked Arizona defense facing the best running back in the game. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. You're going to get it. so much that you're going to lose, but it doesn't matter because you have an advantage no matter what with Christian McCaffrey. He's that damn good. He is averaging 22.3 points a game. Jeez. It's awesome. What is his lowest points all year? Uh, Last week. Oh, no, sorry. He no, went uh, five and six. He had put up 12 points each week. 12.7. 12.7, which is not terrible. No, it's not. So shut up. Um, no, I won't. You currently <laughs> have no QB in your position. Uh, you're playing, Let's call it golf. Uh, you got golf, Flacco, and Browning. Um, <sighs> I probably do go back to golf. Old habits die hard. I know. He's going to. He's going to throw seven picks Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you have Goff, Flacco and Browning quite the trio um, that you're I want to see it's going to be interesting you're going to keep me guessing um, but I'll talk about David Njoku who had who's going against the 27th ranked tight end defense he had a career game last week 24.1 points six catches 91 yards two touchdowns um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. Najoku is a good fancy option. Like, I gave a shit for when it was DTR and it was a shitload of targets. He had a decent game that day because he had 12, what, 15 targets that game? Yeah, 15 well, he, targets. He's that doing, game. you know, he's doing pretty good for the tight end position. Um, 
you know, the tight end position is basically a wasteland. But he is going yes, against rough. the one of the worst pat, worst defenses against tight ends. So you're set up very nicely there. And then I'm going to talk about – I could talk about your – you know, you have the 31st ranked uh, pat, uh, defense against the rush, against Christian McCaffrey. And then you have the last placed ranked rush defense with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, <laughs> you sure love to bitch about Carolina Panthers, but – you have the best two possible matchups, but I won't talk in detail on this. The the actually the one I'm going to talk about, which is probably the play of the week, is going to be the Atlanta defense against Carolina. I mean, the Carolina offense is a joke. It's I don't so think bad. they should be 30th ranked. They probably should be 32nd ranked. Uh, I think there's a miss. There's a miss on the ESPNs because Bryce Young and that offense is atrocious. It's um, so bad and. Uh, this is going to be a great, great. You're going to get easily double with your defense, and when that happens, you typically win the game. So, uh, Dom, what do you see with my team? Uh, I'm seeing a tough matchup for your QB position. That's where it all starts. Uh, Justin Fields going to Cleveland has been a very good defense so far this year. They're the fifth toughest matchup for a fancy quarterback. Um, but, you know, Justin Fields, he's not your typical QB. He's going to get uh, his baseline points a lot from rushing. Uh, he's coming off his, let's see, third best game of the week, uh, of the year last week. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one on the road there for you, Mike. Uh, mm-hmm. You talk about Carolina, you, by chance, happen to have a good matchup for your running back, Bijan Robinson, going up against these soft Carolina Panthers. They're 30th ranked against the running back position. Tom, can I ask uh, you a question? Sure. Is 30th higher than 31 and 32? Um, no. As in, I'm sorry, is it a better rank than 31 and 32? Mike, what point are you trying to prove here? <laughs> that you need to quit bitching about the Carolina Panthers. I will not. Okay. You you are getting to play your defense against the Carolina Panthers, Jordan. Oh, I would rather have my running back play the Carolina Panthers. Oh, you only, but, but against the a but worse defenses in Arizona and and then, all right, keep going. Going on, Mike, Mike strength. Salty. Mike strength comes at his wide receiver position. He's got the number two receiver in Ceedee Lamb. Welcome, Mike Evans, the number seven receiver, and DJ Moore, the number six receiver on the season. Um, but they have. Average to more tough matchups this week, and I think that could maybe play a factor into this matchup. This is going to be closer than the experts think. Um, I know uh, well, I Mike mentioned it, but, quarterback in. <laughs> but Jordan, uh, he still got to sign his quarterback, yes, but he also lost a key piece in Keenan Allen, who will not be playing on Thursday Night Football. So that's a big blow <laughs> for the other side of this matchup. Um but Mikey B has a favorable uh, matchup here. Even though he has two Chicago players on his team, he's playing the Browns' defense against said Chicago. So kind of hedging his bet there, maybe setting that floor a little higher, but also lowering the ceiling. It's more uh, because there was no other options. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be an interesting matchup, dude versus dude. But, Jordan, we already know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Mike's going to win. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm not. You have we need a side McCaffrey. bet. 
<laughs> Once again, my fourth week in a row, my fourth week in a row, I get a running back who matches up great against the Carolina Panthers. <clears throat> it's been br- uh, brutal four weeks. I've yep. lost all four of those games. Well, my, all th- three of those three of those games haven't played the fourth yet. Anyway. <laughs> you, oh. have, you have better matchups at running back. Oh my god! I'm picking. I'm picking Mike to try and get to try and do the reverse jinx. Um, hopefully it'll work call out. It out. Now you, now you nah, it's too it late. Up. Yep, it's already it's sealed. You've, you've canceled it out. But Good you game, do Mike. have Christian Thanks McCaffrey, for the win. and that fucking is pretty fucking awesome. So, um, Mike, do you know for sure in our um, playoff matchups if the one seed gets the lowest seed to advance, or is it just one versus y'all's winner, or what? I think one gets lowest seed. Well, with ESPN, it doesn't reseed. <clears throat> I am reseeding it. That's the right way to do it, just like the NFL. Okay. You get the number one seed. You should get the benefit of playing the lower seed. So, the lowest Jason will face the lowest seed who wins. And Evan gets the other one. If I thought you don't I already like did it, that. Uh, it, it happened last year because it just happened to go that way. But that's not uh, the case. They they have straight brackets. I don't. Okay. I'm not playing this game. That's how the that's NFL fine. does it, and it should it should be that way. So, you get the number one seed, you should be able to benefit from it. So, Are you scared of Jason? No. Why would I be scared of Jason? I if if I mean yes, our assumption is Sam wins, but I mean. I'm the lower seed, so <laughs> honest. Yeah, I'm not scared of Jason at all. I mean, I, my team has to do what it has to do. If I have to run the gauntlet, I run the gauntlet. No matter what, besides facing Sam, I would face the higher seed regardless, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> and hell, would I want to face Evan with Tyreek Hill? Probably not. <laughs> so that You would next week, isn't he? He might be hurt. No, he's probably he might not play this next week because he has a this week with a bye. Next week, I oh, think he'll right. be fine. I think he'll be fine next yeah. week. I believe this year's playoff uh, and championship is going to be for the Richards to lose. I mean, obviously, they're the one and two seed, so they have that advantage of a bye this week. But I just think their teams, obviously, I think they're, they're really a little bit teams. ahead the rest. If we were doing tiered rankings, I'd put them in the top tier together. And the other four teams in the playoffs are coming, they're all coming in on losses and some multiple losses. Um, so it's, it's, it's theirs to lose, in my opinion. Yeah. With Jason, especially with Jason, get Justin Jefferson back. I mean, I think Jordan having uh, Chris McCaffrey changes a lot of that. But um, uh, yeah. You love him so much. He's so good. Um, but yeah, I will mention that I, I think back to back weeks I faced probably the first or second highest score. So, but yeah, I, I am coming off two losses. It doesn't feel great. And I will say, out of the four teams that are not Jason and Evan, which they've actually every team is limping in. I mean, you have Evan who has Tyreek who's limping in. Jason, Justin Jefferson left last week's game. Um, I mean, everyone is it, it's it does. Basically, whoever's the fucking healthiest team at the end of the day is going to win. <laughs> like, yeah, that's part of it. That's yeah, the that's you part have. of it. And I mean, yeah, I do believe. Yeah, you're right. Jason, Jason, and Evan probably have the most healthiest complete team, uh, except Justin Jefferson. That one's a questionable, but he's been like that all year. He's been able to get by. Yep. Um, yeah, that's scary. 
Well, it's because this tree of Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, and Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a death row of uh, running backs. It's um, ridiculous. Consolation, number seven, Kurt, you have a bye. Number eight, Chris, you have a bye. You, you're matched up together in ESPN. <clears throat> Do what you want with that, but you're going to be reseeded uh, after this. The first matchup is number nine, Dom, versus number 12, Dez. So, Dom... You get, you have, let's see, what are we looking at here? So, you don't have a great matchup at quarterback. You get Kyler Murray back from bye, and he gets welcomed with the uh, fourth-ranked defense, San Francisco. Probably doesn't feel great, but he does have a safe rushing floor, which is always like a saving grace. Um, But I wouldn't feel too great going in with San Francisco. Probably why you put a claim in for Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I want to talk about Kyron Williams. I spoke about this uh, somewhere else, but in the games he's played, he has played 67% of the time as a running back one. That means RB12 or better. Um, that's pretty damn good. And now he gets the 23rd ranked Washington defense, rush defense. Um, so, and he is very, very active in the passing game. So that is a smash spot for you right there. I've, you have a lot of green, you have a lot, a lot of green, but I want to talk about the one that's not in green. That's not Javante Williams, uh, Tyler Conklin, uh, Conklin, uh, he is probably your bottom of the barrel type of tight end. You're hoping he falls into the end zone. Uh, he did have 7.7, which is respectable for a tight end, but um, this is definitely the weakest position of your team. Um, yeah. But it is facing Miami. New York is going to have to throw, assu- assuming, maybe. I have no clue. I don't know which Miami team shows up. Definitely if Tyree can't play. Uh, Zach Wilson be slinging that thing. Yeah, best game of his season. Maybe his career last week. Um but Tyler Conklin against Miami, uh, only projected 5.9 points, but I won't be surprised him beating that with what I'm assuming if Tyreek plays will be kind of a boat race to try to catch up. Yep. Dom, what do you feel about your opponent? Oh, Dez. I love Dez. Um, <laughs> however, she's got a tough matchup at the top of her lineup as well. Uh, Mahomes going to New England. Uh Connor playing against San Francisco and Charbonnet playing against Philly. Those are the top two uh, teams against the running back position for fantasy. But she does have some favorable matchups at her wide receiver and tight end position. Alave, Cortland, touchdown Sutton, and uh, Chiga Conquo. Uh, all with favorable matchups there. But Jordan, this game doesn't matter, but who do you think is going to win? <laughs> uh, my X fact will be the Williams is your two running backs. I think both of them are great running backs to have in your squad. Um, and you will come out victorious over Desiree. Sweet. Okay. Why does this game not matter? It's the consolation bracket. Uh, there are entries, and there's also oh, like... last place. Yeah, I don't want to be last place. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about that. So. Okay. Dov's not worried about wins, clearly. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Doesn't wear. Doesn't care. Wins are bit. wins are pointless. All right. Next hey, up, I'm in the playoffs in my other three leagues. I just didn't make it in this one. I, I, we're telling you one. there are reasons to play. <laughs> You're I'm the one who's I'm like, not in it, and I'm I'm checked out. Okay, I'm checked out. <laughs> but we're telling you don't be checked out. All right. This one has a podcast. Are the other ones? No, you're right. They don't. Well, actually, one of them does, hosted by uh, my favorite podcast host of all time, Mikey B. Oh, that's bad. Mikey B is on a terror tonight. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, next up, we have number 10, Ollie, versus number 11, Eli. So, Ollie probably got the worst loss of them all because he lost his quarterback. But this week, he can put in his backup, which is not bad. Uh, in Sam Howell against the Rams. Oh! Hey, Mike, fun fact. Yeah. What's I think that? Howell, maybe not in our league, um, I saw it on a post by ESPN that he's put up more points than Patrick Mahomes. In our league, that is not true by a couple of points, but still, that they are that close tells you how bad Mahomes has been this year. And obviously, Howell has been having a, a good been, season. A lot of yards. But, a lot of yards. Yeah. 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 Mahomes, I mean, I think, yeah. <clears throat> But ultimately, yeah, I mean, he's he's been – I mean, he's top-tight quarterback. That's pretty good for a person there. Yeah. like, yeah, we're going to just throw him in and see what happens. Um, yeah, 100%. And I think they talked about him being the actual future quarterback of the team, which I don't disagree with. I um, mean, so a lot of people had uh, first-round grades on him before, um, before mm-hmm. the draft, and he fell for some reason. But good matchup here against the Rams. The Rams just got lit up by Lamar. Um, who Lamar has not been that great as a passer this season. Uh, Sam Howell is a better passer, I would argue. Um, and so this this game has shootout potential. Um, so not bad for your starter to go down and for you to be able to put Sam Howell in um, this week. Next, I got to talk about Rashad White, or as I, I would call him, CMC Light. Um, he is the running back <clears throat> five. Did anyone expect that this season? Running back five, nope. Rashad White. He does it through the air. Two, he he's the bargain bin Christian McCaffrey. He, he's that good. He's just he's that involved. He, he had Fourth a, round pick too. Yeah, he had he had a great run. Um, it, with that, that screen pass, he got him a touchdown. He gets a good matchup against Green Bay, which Barkley just ran all over. Um, Tommy DeVito ran all over him too, but we're not going to get into that. But Rashad <laughs> White, I mean, what? He might be one of the steals of the draft. For sure. Um, Definitely. No one really saw that coming. People expect him to be a middling running back too. But top five running back? Whew. I mean, Ali looking good there, except, you know, not being in the playoffs. But um, next up, we have Drake London I want to talk about, who was finally utilized as a wide receiver one. 11 targets, people. 11 targets. Last week, he ter- converted them to 10 catches, 172 yards. This is what happens. This is what happens when you use your wide receiver one. You use your weapons. Someone like Bajan. Um, someone like Drake <laughs> London. <laughs> um, even Kyle Pitts got a touchdown, I believe, right? Didn't he get yep. a touchdown in that game? Might have been his first one of the season. No, I think it was a second. Maybe third. But still pretty bad. Facing Carolina, not a great matchup. That's only because people can run on them the entire time. <laughs> um, so maybe use Bajan on that one. But we all know this is going to be a Tyler Ashier game because Arthur Smith is a douchebag. But 
Drake London, they they premiered him last week. It'd be great for Ali if they premiere him again. Um, but it's a toss-up with the Arthur Smith um, offense. Um, what are you seeing, Eli? I'm seeing a lot of Baltimore Ravens and Los Angeles Rams. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, he's got Lamar Jackson, Isaiah Likely, and Gus Edwards all in the starting lineup, as well as Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, rookie phenom uh, over there at the Rams. Um, they have a great matchup, the Rams wide receivers, going up against the 31st-ranked Washington Commanders. And then the Baltimore Ravens of Lamar, Isaiah, and Gus all going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, for Lamar and Likely, the tight end, very good matchups, an average matchup for Mr. Gus Edwards, who just likes to score touchdowns. Uh, and let's not forget, he has the number one kicker in the league and pretty handsome kicker, if I do say so myself, in Brandon Aubrey. Um, I think this is the reason, part of the reason why D. Rudders finished where he did this year at 6-8 and eight record. Um, Having a lot of guys on the same team, I know I've said it before, it gives them a little higher floor, but also lowers that ceiling and upside because um, the, the lineup portfolio is just not diversified enough to uh, give you a higher score in weeks uh, every week. So Unless you have the highest scoring game of the, of the season, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, that could happen, but it's more likely statistically to finish more middle of the road when you have that many guys on. Oh, I agree. I just want yeah. to highlight that. What was last week's 37 to 31? Was that potentially the <clears throat> highest scoring game of the season? Probably. A lot, that's a lot of points for an NFL yeah. game. And he had yeah. five players in it. And they, yeah. I think they all scored touchdowns besides. Yeah. Bad week to draw Eli. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Uh, but Go ahead, Jordan. What do you think about this matchup here? Well, um, I see – so my star – or yes, my X Factor, my bad, wrong segment uh, this week is going to be Eli's matchups, uh, green all up and down the board, um, except for Saquon Barkley, but we know he'll get his touches. He has Coop, Cup, and Nakua going up, up against the 31st-ranked defenses. Uh, likely, who just got a touchdown last week, could very well get one this week. And then the Chiefs defense, which has kind of been stinking the last couple of weeks – Looking for a get-right game against the god-awful turd Patriots, which has been awesome to watch all season. So glad the Saints beat the piss out of them 34 to nothing. We can still fire Dennis Allen. Uh, with all that said, Eli, I think, gets the win here. I just don't think Ollie can overcome losing his QB1. Even though he doesn't have a good matchup, still a tough, tough loss. All right. Well, no power rankings. Everyone's at everyone's at zero when it comes to comes to the playoffs. So we're on to random question. And Jordan, it was your turn. Yes. So, dudes, what was, my question is, what was uh, the best part of LSU's football season besides the obvious Jane Daniels and Davis Thomas combo? Um, I get to go first. Okay. And my pick was Will Campbell. Um, protecting JD's uh, blindside all season long, I think he had something like 800 snaps and didn't give up a single sack all season, I don't know why he's SEC or why don't I don't know why he's all college football, all American. Not even on team first or second team, I don't think. It's just ridiculous how good he played this year. We get him back for one more year. Look for the O line to be LSU's strong point of the team next season. 
because of Will Campbell. Yeah. So, Jordan, you, you definitely limited it quite a bit with <laughs> besides Why? JD, besides Neighbors, and besides, besides Thomas. Um, um, I mean, the, the defense, defense was, was shit. Uh, so nothing <laughs> good there. I'm thinking about the offense, and that those three basically were the offense. Um, so I'm going to go not with a player. I'm going to go with uh, I always enjoy it, beating Texas A&M. There you go. Uh, Jimbo Fisher being fired. And, yes. and, te- and A&M having to pay them out. It's not so much about LSU, but having LSU beat them, even though they tried to f- they fired Jimbo to rile the team up, you know, get them get them to, you know, get behind their, their assistant coach. Well, we kicked your ass. Um, I don't know if it was good, complete good kick point. ass, but, but we beat them, what, by like 12? That's pretty damn good. <clears throat> Two touchdowns, I think. Uh, I think we well, covered the spread. 42-30. So we, okay. beat, we beat them. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my, be mine. There you go. See, best part of the season. Dom. Yeah. And mine will have to be, um, the one game I got to go to this year. Thanks to Jordan, uh, spotting me those tickets for the LSU Arkansas game. That mm-hmm. wound up being a great game. Came down to, uh, the last couple minutes of the last final quarter. And, uh, there was several big plays throughout this. Obviously the LSU defense is crap. Gave up a bunch of shit touchdowns, but, Brian Thomas uh, Jr. has two, not one, but two 49-yard touchdowns, which were fantastic to see in person. Um, And it was just a a really fun game overall. Like I said, it came down to that last-minute field goal for the Tigers uh, by Ramos with five seconds uh, left on the clock. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the highlight for, for my season, obviously, outside of uh, Jaden Daniels Heisman, for sure. So thank you, Jordan. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. See, there you go. Didn't limit it at all, Mike. You, just, you, just no, you did limit it quite a bit. I'm just saying. You think outside the box. Well, mine, mine was Thomas, because at first I think you said JD and Neighbors, but then I think you added slash Thomas. Um, <laughs> I can – I got I got a, um, a runner-up here. Or whatever constellation okay. pick. Honorable sure. How about how? Yeah, honorable mention. Thank you. How about Perkins uh, in the Mizzou game? I know the defense was trash, but that QB uh, prior to Perkins's interception, which turned the game around, by the way, he had thrown. I think he had the NCAA record for passes without an interception, and Perkins broke that streak. So that thought was pretty awesome. Right. Uh, at uh, their homecoming too. Yeah, I, I I don't remember. All I remember is the defense getting smoked all year, and so I I was like, well, anything involving the defense, I'm throwing out of my mind. Get get <laughs> Come on, man. I know they didn't stink, but at least we have Perkins. I I know if Matt House was fired, you would have named that as the best part, but it's still. I probably would have. He, he did not get fired. He Kelly he should have been terrible. left in Oxford. He's terrible. Was it that game? Oh, it was in Oxford. I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we are now in round one, people, so good luck to everyone. Jordan, good luck, even though you won't need it. You got Christian McCaffrey, but, uh... <laughs> Stop jinxing him, man. Stop it. I don't know what you talk about. He's, he's, he's a god amongst fantasy football. He's so healthy. So healthy. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? If he gets hurt... <laughs> he won't. He won't. <sighs> no, he's fine. He's eating his spinach. Um, but good luck, everybody. Good night. Um, and Fuck you, Bob. Have a uh, <laughs> great round one. 
See you guys. Later. Later.